up in the business I'm hoping to make a killing Get at me, get at me Going coast to coast Going coast to coast We going coast to coast Coast to coast Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of the Coast to Coast Podcast. Today is Sunday, June 28th, and welcome back to the East Coast, New York, Bob. Hey, I'm back on the East Coast. I'm actually <laughs> further east than Rob is. I'm in Montauk right now. A place that I have never been, and Bob, why haven't you taken me there? Because we're not dating. How many times do we have to go over this? Are we not, though? Are you sure? Yeah, dude. We broke up. Come on. Well, you did invite me. I don't know. You're out there with your family and your girlfriend and your pup, and you did invite me to join with the fam. I don't know, Bob. I mean, I knew you'd say no because I knew you wouldn't drive this far. <laughs> I didn't say no. I said, when I, what day you want me to come out? But no, I've never been to Montauk. I am dying to get out there, and, and I know you go there all the time. So if anyone needs any tips on Montauk, where to go, where not to go, Bobby's your guy. Yeah, Montauk and anime. Just let me know what you need. <laughs> yeah so we got disney and, and i guess justin bieber if you need any any advice on on those two, you got me and then anime <laughs> and Montauk, you got bobby we're covering uh, superheroes a... I, I can take, i can take the superheroes That's, yeah you're we're, we're really covering covering all our bases but as i said bob glad you're back in new york um i actually i did i did see bobby i think that was i think friday we went to the beach um was there a huge like was it weird being back at a new york beach like how different is it really a quick bobby's ah. coast to start us off all right the new york sand is better it's softer it's more fine really the, the pacific ocean so much nicer it's just bluer it feels cleaner oh the waves are just so different the breaks different like i'm not a big surfer but the breaks out here are like th- they just the waves just die and California, it's like a nice long break. And big thing, in California, I don't have to pay to go to the beach. Really? I just, oh, yeah, that's true. You're right. Because when I went out there to visit you, you just kind of the beach was just kind of open to the to the public. Yeah. I mean, dude, I can walk to the beach. Humble brag. Humble brag. No, dude, but, that was just a brag. Before, so when we went to the beach, we didn't just go to any beach. Um, we went to a drive-on beach. And Bobby and our other buddy, uh, Joe Silberti, shout out to Burt's, they are big Jeep guys. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to drive our Jeep onto the beach, into the sand. You know, it's going to be awesome. And, and I Disclaimer, don't have- disclaimer. It's not my Jeep. It's my brother's. Mine was <laughs> fine. Chris just got thrown right onto the bus. But they got, I guess, stuck in the sand. And, and shout out to my cousin Vinny, stuck in the mud, you know, modern day. Um but it took a while to get to our spots. I had to air down. I learned a lot about Jeeps and driving onto the beach with the Jeep. So it was a nice learning experience. But it was, uh, was kind of good since I'm a, I'm a European car driver myself um, to see the guys uh, struggle with their Jeeps. I mean, dude, I'm, I've honestly been driving on the beach for probably four or five years. I've aired down once or twice, but I've never aired down at that beach. The sand was just so soft from like, I guess just because it's been so freaking hot out here. Probably the, the worst part of that day was playing cornhole and trying to figure out if you are supposed to win cornhole by two. So, <laughs> Dude, I I'm pretty I, sure I have to get Tommy John out of those cornhole. We played – so we played uh, best two out of three. It was myself and Bobby, so the Coast to Coast squad, versus our, our buddy Joe and Bobby's girlfriend, Claire. And we were playing, and we said, oh, yeah, you know, win by two. You know, whenever you play any game growing up, 
you know, even today, you just, oh, it's always win by two. That's just kind of like the standard, right? But in cornhole, if you really think about it, things could get weird. Because if you have one team at 20 and the other team hits 21, then it's like, okay, wait, now the team with 21 needs 22 to win. But now the team with 20 technically would need 23 to win because if it's win by two. And we were, you know, I think, I think the best part, the whole situation is, I think we were at like 22, 23 or something like that. We were going for it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm pretty sure Claire got in the hole, went over, and we were all just like, wait, what happened now? Did yeah. we all go down to 15? Because now we're over. It was just a mind F. I, I, we didn't know what to do. Right. Do you go back? Do you both go back to 15? Do you win at 23? It was a lot. But I, I think Cornhole, just to save everyone else the headache, do not do win by two. You know what? We should write cornhole rules and publish it to our Twitter account. We really love cornhole. We really should. I'm I'm sure there are like guidelines. There should be time limits on on these matches because that last game was like a half an hour long and I wanted to kill myself. I got roasted because I just stood in the same spot getting nailed by the sun. It was never, never played cornhole win by two. Great game, but not a win by two game. Definitely not. Everything's a win by two game. When you're winning by 20. <laughs> Meanwhile, we started off up, I think, 19 nothing, And pretty sure we lost that game. All right, we don't have to mention that. We don't have to mention that. <laughs> Burtz is the luckiest guy I've ever met. We're like the Falcons, 28 to 3. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, all right, so before we get into our great interview uh, with Elizabeth Bing, she came on the podcast and, uh, you know, just kind of talk what she's been up to. Um, play, we played a game. This or that is AK. Would you rather? So before we get into all that, we do have a segment we're bringing back. Wait, what? So this week's wait, what is the Bubba Wallace situation? Um, it, it started off as an absolutely terrible situation. Uh, for those that are not aware, went down at Talladega when he was pulling into his garage. Um, at the time, they what they thought they identified was a noose um, in the garage. Obviously, this would have been a hate crime that, you know, Bubba Wallace is a blacker. And, and you know, during the times that we're, that we're in right now, it was, you know, it's, it's a horrible, horrible thing. NASCAR, you know, condemned it immediately. All of the racers and all the teams, you know, march. And, and I thought that was a really great thing to see, you know, a sport come together because, you know, I, I don't care, you know, what your political beliefs are. That, that's just wrong, right? But F- the FBI did do an investigation and found out that it was a rope that was there since November. Um, so, I wasn't it, it like last year? I'm pretty sure it was like November of last year, right? And uh, you know, just doing my my research on this, it, it looked like that no one really knows what garages they go into. Um, so we're obviously in a really sensitive time right now, and, and I understand you know NASCAR kind of getting ahead of it because if you look at it this way. If NASCAR doesn't condone it, I mean, doesn't condemn it, uh, excuse me, if they don't condemn it and say how obviously wrong and how disgusting and terrible, which it is, which we're all in agreement there that it would be absolutely terrible. If they wait a day or two without making that statement, then people are getting on, oh, where's NASCAR's statement? They're taking too long. We're in a very here, we want an answer now world. And it it put them against the wall. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm personally very, very happy that 
you know, the FBI was able to evidence that, in fact, it was not a hate crime and it was the rope was there in the garage. Bobby conspiracy theories coming out here. My oh boy. conspiracy theory guy Jesus. actually we're going to lose audience published members. in Newsweek last I don't know it was this week because he tweeted that it wasn't a news that it was a conspiracy. My guy Tommy G, I don't know if I believe everything he's saying, <laughs> but he got put in Newsweek literally saying exactly what was going to happen and then the fbi investigation came through and he nailed it right on the head and it was just kind of crazy because he's done it multiple times but yeah it's just i'm happy it wasn't what everyone what we thought it was i'm very i'm just i'm not a big nascar guy maybe because i'm on the east coast and i'm 26 but i've just never been a big nascar guy but like well, you can just only be proud only... of. I'm just happy with how they handled it. Even just all the drivers pushing his car to the line, like just showing unity there, like yeah, control the situation before anyone needs to make a statement. Yeah, just showing like no matter who did this, whether it's a noose or not a noose, we have your back, and right. that's the thing. That's what matters, right? And I think that was the best part to see. Like I said. Regardless of what it was, it was amazing to see the whole sport come together, the fan base come together, and just say, you know, th- this is this is blatantly wrong. And but it, it was like I said, it was one of those wait what moments when you first saw the story come out, like oh my god, that's disgusting. Who like who would ever do that? And then you find out with the FBI, they release that it wasn't what they thought it was. So I think that this was just positive, like you said, Bobby. NASCAR shows unity, and it wasn't the the horrible hate crime that you know it was believed to be at first. So overall, it, it definitely turned for for the better for sure. Oh yeah, I don't want to know what would have happened because I don't know if you saw pictures of it when I when they said noose, I thought someone hung a freaking like noose from his ceiling over where his car was gonna be. That's what I thought, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm so happy that wasn't it. And I just hope everyone can move past it. And NASCAR handled it great. And let's let's get going. Yeah, uh, that's right. I love to hear it. Love to hear it. I could drive a NASCAR. Yeah, can you? But I thought no. no. My my Jeep speedometer goes up to a hundred. Wait, really quick. So you you don't watch NASCAR because you're on the East Coast and you're 26, or you. So if you were like. 35 from like the Midwest would that in your mind qualify you to be a NASCAR fan? <laughs> I'm holding my tongue. I've just never been into NASCAR. I got plenty of family that watches NASCAR, just not me. Yeah. But I did watch Ford versus Ferrari. Great movie, highly recommended. That's one I gotta hit. I've heard great things. Uh who's who's in that movie? Who's the two Dude. main actors? Christian Bale. Bale, yep. And I don't even know. Right, we're gonna have to do a little research. Look at I'm I think it's Christian Bale and is it Matt? It's not McConaughey. I don't think it's McConaughey. It could be McConaughey. If it if it's McConaughey, I'm a thousand percent watching it tonight. Guy... All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, Bob. I don't always drive a Lincoln. Remember those commercials? <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised they're not still around. I know those are the best. I don't think he actually drives a Lincoln. No, he drove them way before they paid him to drive them. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the interview. Uh, like you said, really excited to air this. Uh, we, we aired it earlier in the week. 
Um, you know, we're happy to have Binks on anytime. Um, and, and it was a lot of fun. So, Bob, should we roll it? Yeah, let's roll it. All right. I'd like to welcome on a very special guest. And she might sound familiar because we did have her on back in the fantasy football podcast days. Elizabeth Binks, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me again. So want to start off really quick. You know, we definitely want to plug, you know, you're doing great things with local impact OT, which some of our audience may not be familiar with what that is. So uh, we'd love for you to, you know, plug it in and, and tell us a little bit about it and what you've been doing, especially during uh, the recent times. Sure. Um, I'm an occupational therapist. I feel like that's the first part that you have to know. Um, and as OTs, we help people of all different ages do things that they have to do in their daily life. And I feel like me and my co-founder realized that in school, we talk a lot about meeting people within the community and trying to help like different marginalized communities. And it's really hard to find a job that you can actively do that, especially early on in your career. So we started Local Impact OT, um, which is abbreviated to L-I-O-T, um, have community-based projects that can work with various communities while at the same time teaching people the role that OT can have in that. So we've been on a little bit of a hiatus because in-person charity, especially in communities that are very affected, is going to be difficult right now. Um, but before quarantine, we held, I think, four events. Um, we were trying to do one a month for all of 2020. But that got halted. Maybe we'll have to kick it up into high gear. Um, and I'm gonna have to do like one a week to make up for it at this at this rate. Yeah, I'm not gonna commit to that, <laughs> but it would be nice. Um, my my co-founder is also having a baby next month, so that is uh, it's gonna make it a little complicated too. But we'll see. Maybe we'll have a little nugget involved in our charity event soon. Awesome. Well, congrats and shout out to the uh, to the co-founder as well. That's great. No, that's good. Did you do you guys have anything planned, you know, when we're able to hopefully get out of this mess, so to speak? Hopefully, We had soon? one event that was supposed to be in March um, and it was going to be at United Skates. So it was a skating event and they gave us a discount and everyone was going to bring backpacks that um, there's a program. I believe it was started in Suffolk County by a young man and his mom. He has Down syndrome and he saw in the news one day that kids who are in the foster care system never have anything to bring with them when they go to the next place that they're going. And so he started a campaign to donate backpacks. So we still have a lot of people who bought backpacks because the event was a week out by the time everything shut down. So we're definitely going to do that one at some point, just waiting until it's safe. That's great. No, that that's, that's really awesome. It goes to show that really anybody can, can make a difference and a change and be inspired by it. That, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. That was kind of the motivating factor where I feel like people always want to do the right thing and it's hard to find a thing to do. And so I found that once me and my friends started planning events, everyone I knew wanted to either donate or show up. And it's a great way to get people together, not only going out to restaurants and bars, which I know is a big joke on the Internet now that that's everyone's hobbies, we realize in quarantine, um, but to get together <laughs> in the middle of the day and do something good at the same time. When's the last time you roller skated? Just completely random, <laughs> throwing it out there. Well, I'm I, trying to think back to the last time I was on skates, and I think I'm pretty sure I'd break something if I was on skates today. Bobby, so. you definitely don't have a stop when you break when you're roller skating. You definitely are just going until you crash into the nearest wall. Have you child. seen me ice skate? The walls are my breaks. I, I believe it. So, Binks, do you roller skate? And if you do, when's, when's the last time? <laughs> I was big into roller skating when I was in like 
you know, first and second grade. <laughs> but I don't think I've done it since then. But me and my friend Mara, I know you know Mara, but we always talked about like getting roller skates and just starting to do it again or roller blades, I guess. I never knew the difference when I was little. I learned that probably I was like yesterday years old when I learned the difference between roller skates and roller blades. Yeah, though that was never my it, that was never my thing between roller skating or ice skating. I always tried and I just I don't know if it's a balance thing. I mean, it took me like 15 years to learn to ride a bike. Don't tell anyone that. Um, so I don't know if it all is all like the same category, but it's definitely not my thing. You might have needed an OT when you were little then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm just trying to picture Rob at like 17 years old falling on his with his um training wheels on his bike. 17. All right. At that point, I was able to drive a car if I'm still riding a bike. No, I still you know, have I... that video, Rob. Which one? The one of you on the bike with training wheels. Oh, yeah. Hid, hidden far, far away. So other than uh, other than that stuff, Bings, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, you know, obviously it's been um, crazy, so to speak, a, a lot going on, right? Um, you know, what what are some of the things that you've been doing to, you know, just keep sane, just keep motivated through everything going on? I know you're, you know, you're big into fitness and working out and, you know, I know you're, you've been working and your job just started back up. So like, so what, have you been doing to just work through, you know, some of these things and just saying mentally sane? I think it's tough. I feel like a lot of times in quarantine, I just feel like my head is spinning. Like everywhere I go, whatever I try and do, there's a million things happening at once. And working from home is like your workday just doesn't end. And I, I saw this post the other day that said, we should stop calling it working from home and we should call it living at work. Oh, <laughs> and I feel like that really hit. <laughs> Because with with no... maybe a dog or, or a child, right? Like, like that's the only difference because you might yeah. have little friends there. Yeah, that's true. But doesn't really make life... it any easier. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're older dogs, a puppy does not make it easier. <laughs> um, so I feel like I've been trying to be purposeful about doing things at the start and the end of my day. And so I came up with a new morning routine where I sit outside and like drink coffee and have my breakfast and listen to the news which is not relaxing, but it's important. And as you said, I, I work out a lot of days after work, I'll go for a run. And that's kind of like, okay, I'm done, literally run away from it, come back and reset. And then also just trying to find ways to keep in touch with my friends. And um, Rob knows that I've been hosting trivia. Yes, uh, a bunch of times. That, was, that was one of my that was, uh, that was my other question I had for you. So we'll have to we'll, we'll hold off on, uh, okay. on my last question. But yes, Banks is the is the master trivia trivia performer. Who's the reigning trivia champion right now? I feel like it's been different every time there. There hasn't been one person who really like dominates every time. It's pretty close. And I think I try and make the question so that it's competitive for everyone. I didn't want to make it where it was like categories that only one person would know. So it's almost personalized trivia for the people that have been playing a lot. And Binks did make a personal, not a personalized, but she did make a Disney category. And I was of course unable to make that one trivia night, but let, let's, let's talk about that for a second. So um, for those that were not involved in, in the trivia night, uh, Binks still to my amazement, I guess use Google sheets, Google docs, whatever it may be, but essentially organize a trivia night. There was, you know, 30 to 40 people. And there was, you know, three, four times that she put this together um, to actually raise money for, I believe it was Pizza Cares, correct? 
and uh, they they donate pizza to the uh, the healthcare workers. So that was really great. Raised a lot of money, as you can see. Binks is constantly doing awesome things for the world, making small changes. Um, but yeah, she put these trivia uh, contests together. Um, you know, we were all on Zoom, so it was good seeing our friends. We met. You know, it was good seeing Binks's friends from college and high school, and kind of and you know working all around and just kind of coming together for for a really good cause. Um, well, I had this idea. My brother really always loved trivia. He's amazing at trivia. I'm not very good at trivia. I'm better on the other end. Great at coming up with questions. Decent at asking them. I think I only said the wrong thing a couple times. Um, but answering trivia is not my strong suit. So it was kind of worked out for me too. But I was talking to my brother about trying to do something when quarantine started. I, I feel like everyone was trying to do the right thing and finding a way to help. But you can't help if you're stuck at home. And I just thought it would be really fun. And I knew a lot of my friends would want to play. So we put together, he is a master at Excel and he came up with this Excel scoring <laughs> sheet. And then I had used Google forms um, for some of the local impact fundraisers to keep track of things and have people sign up. So we put them together, kind of both of our skill sets and then started a master list of questions. And I just spent probably an entire Saturday looking on Reddit and just different like blog sites of you know the best trivia category you've ever read and tried to look at themes and then come up with questions that fit the theme to have enough for each one and then once I put that together my brother added some some other ones to it um, and we just after the first time it became a little bit easier so for how long it took like the first time was a whole Saturday but it was really fun because I could see what the product was going to be right and then as you said we raised money for for pizza cares which is um, a pizza place that donates a bunch of pizza and food to healthcare workers. It could be essential workers or people at a hospital you actually get to pick. And I had a friend who was telling me which places hadn't gotten a lot of donations yet. And they actually still haven't delivered two of our orders because they're so backed up, which I feel like is a really great thing because it'll show up maybe when people seem to have forgotten like the momentum of helping the healthcare workers. For sure. And then we switched over. Um, our friend Emily, her mom works at a hospital and a lot of the patients are from Brentwood and Brentwood was hit really hard with covid um so now all of the money that we've been raising is going to saint anne's in brentwood which is like a food pantry because people were leaving the hospital and didn't were going home to nothing um so it's nice it kind of found its way to where it needed to be at the end too i i'm just thinking those two pizzas are you sure that bobby didn't steal the two pizzas for himself i got them shipped out to san diego you needed some real new york real pizza i'm tired of making it myself as long as you needed it, then I think we're okay. <laughs> I basically have Pizza Hut. I did find one good pizza place in San Diego, but it's I, I haven't tried their real pizza. I just got their chicken bacon ranch because that's a hard slice to screw up. Yeah, I feel like if, if you're in California, you can't just go with the regular slice. You got to go with a specialty slice that is just, you know, th that doesn't have marinara sauce on it. I mean, it's hard to find good sauce once you're out of New York. What? Once it's out of New, once you're out of New York, it's hard to find good sauce. That's why you're home to New York right now, Bob. Yeah, my mom hasn't made pizza. any. My mom <laughs> hasn't made any sauce. All right, um, Bob. Did you have any other questions before we get into our game? Yeah, I have actually two. One, both are. Start off with one. Keep on with the theme of quarantine. So this goes for both of you. I'm asking a question to the both of you. What is the funniest thing you've seen during quarantine, whether it be like a do-it-yourself haircut, just people wearing a mask, a 
paint shield, hazmat suit. What's the funniest thing you've seen? And if you guys want, I can start off with my answer. If you guys, yeah, because I did not prepare for this. So Bob, why don't you take the reins here? <laughs> so when I was in San Diego, I got a great FaceTime from my family. My brother got a do-it-yourself haircut from his girlfriend and my sister. And let's just say he basically looked like he had a yarmulke on the back of his head because they cut the sides and the top so short. So that was by far the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen. If I'm also going to go, I'll have I'll give you my runner up. I was out on a run and I saw a woman on a bike with a mask, a paint shield, gloves, and then like, I was like, you're on your bike. You're nowhere near anyone. First off, I can't even breathe in those masks. I don't know how she was biking in one. I don't know. Thanks. I'm going to be a gentleman and let you go first, not because I don't have one. <laughs> okay. I it, I work with kids all day. So we've been doing, you know, FaceTime calls for their OT sessions. So I've seen a lot of really funny stuff. Like kids who are at home all the time in quarantine is funny. Um, but one of my favorite questions to ask kids that I've been pulling out when they're like, kind of running all over the place is what's your favorite shape because I just feel like that's so silly and it's something no one thinks about and so I was asking this kid we were doing a project and I was like what's your favorite shape and he got so serious and he put the pencil down and he was like you know what I will tell you my favorite shape is and the very best of all the shapes a triangle <laughs> he's, he's I, just <laughs> confident that was all it the shapes, like I definitely would not have chosen triangle so it, it made me laugh because he was so confident. Like he had thought about this and knew for sure that that was where he was he didn't gonna, e- gonna go. He didn't even need to give a reason. He I just, would go back to the. He just knew that you know triangle is just the best shape out there out of all. Of them. I yeah, love and it. he said it as if that was like obvious. There was no, there was no question. He said, "Of course, the best shape is a triangle." <laughs> is this the same uh, kid who gave you the answer to what football is in the last podcast? That was an amazing answer. I feel like you're always getting great answers. Oh, always kids. getting great answers. It, it was not the same kid, but he's been ah. really funny too. <laughs> we actually drew um, pictures of Super Mario characters the other day with the, with the kid who gave me the football answer. <laughs> who did you draw? We drew King K. Rule. From that's Mario Party, right? Who is it? King K. Rool. Did they replace Bowser? No, Bowser's still there. Okay. <laughs> I a... play like two video yeah, games I don't, ever. I, I so. literally learn things. They're like, oh, this character. I'm like, thank you. Now I know for the, for the next <laughs> kid. <But laughs> I thought that was going to be one of like, because Bobby's a big anime guy that I'm, I'm growing to learn about him. So I, Love wasn't, anime. Sure, I wasn't sure if that was a uh, an anime character that Bobby is has like a poster of in his room. If anyone needs anime recommendations, just message us at Coast to Coast. I'll answer. <laughs> We're getting no qu- questions if, about anime. No, ans- no people are going to ask, but... You need sound effects for, like, text coming in right when he says that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we haven't gotten that far. <laughs> All right. This one's more just for Banks. I'm Thank going you. back to the Fantasy Football Podcast. I know you said you're a Pats fan. I know you said you really you love Tom Brady and you love Gronk. Are you still a Pats fan or are you a Bucks fan? That's, That's a good an question, interesting Bob. question, and I've thought about it 
because I feel like there's a difference when you back players and when you back a team. And I think we talked about that last time. When you play fantasy, it kind of takes away from being like team based. Like you're not backing a team then. So I feel like I'm still a Pats fan for sure, but I will be watching Gronk and Brady and I will be rooting for them probably because at the end of the day, it's about watching good football. And I feel like they're part of the reason that I fell in love with the team in the first place. That's when I started watching football. So that, I don't know. My gut is like, I'll still be both. So ul- okay. ultimate follow-up question, Binks, and you know what I'm going to ask. I know the question. Super Bowl, I was going to go for Buccaneers it. versus Patriots. If What jersey are you wearing? Are you wearing Gronk on the Pats? Are you wearing Gronk on the Bucks? I'm wearing Pats jersey. All right. True <laughs> Patriots fan. I respect that, Binks. But if Gronk scores a touchdown, she'll be cheering. 100%. And I'll argue with anyone who tells me I shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's uh, let's jump into the game. Really looking forward to it all week. Um, So we call it this or that. It's essentially, you know, would you rather questions. Um, So Binks drafted up a handful for Bobby and I to to ask the two of us. Uh, We do not know what the questions are. So this is all, you know, fresh questions that we're uh that we're looking forward to answer so binks we will give you the floor all right so my one request is that you answer first and then you can discuss it after you can't give like a whole explanation first and then come around to it just go with your gut and then you can backtrack should we should we alternate on who goes first yeah so like should i answer then bobby answer and then we get into our explanation yeah i think that's better love it Beautiful. Okay. The first one. Would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? Lose the ability to lie. Yep. I'd rather lose the ability to lie. 100%. No questions asked. I don't consider myself a liar in the first place. I I do understand there's certain things like, like say there's, say, you know, a girl actually, oh, do you think I look fat? (laughs) <laughs> if you have to say, Rob, do you think I look fat? You <laughs> see, I, I can easily say, no, Bob, you look great. So I could see where it's tough, but you know, the majority of, of the things that are really important in life, yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not someone to lie. Um, but I definitely would. We're also auditors, so we would need that skeptical mindset to be able to not believe everything we see. So I, I would have to say, lose the ability to lie. Yeah, I completely agree. Just. Half of life's fun is just questioning things. I don't like believing everything I'm told because if I believed everything I'm told, I believe Rob was like six foot five. What the? F- All right, <laughs> I see what we're doing here. We're gonna take Jed. Now it's a competition, bro. I went six five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready for question two. It's also really quick. It's hilarious right now because I feel like we're back in trivia night because that's exactly how you would you would start the questions. All right, here's All right, question open two. Open your Google form. Yeah. Spell your team name right, please. <laughs> oh, I would definitely spell that wrong. Yeah, Bobby it would make my life hard. Bobby would, I can't spell for sh- for anything. He would ruin everything. He would ruin the entire thing. He would put in like seven different team names. Things <laughs> would be so confused. <laughs> You got to play next time. And it wouldn't even be on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos appear all over your 
all over your body depicting what you did yesterday. <laughs> you, you just giggling to yourself, Bob? You're gonna. Give I got my answer. answer. I thought it is a great question. I got my answer. Personally, all right, spit it out, Bob. I'd rather have my skin change colors. I just think it would be cool. So Bobby's would just be per- just be red, ninety five percent of the time. Hundred <laughs> percent at work. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I would have to agree. Um, I would say skin change colors because tattoos representing what I did yesterday could get weird. I might have to hide. I'd love to see someone days. on your face. <laughs> yeah, like, like Mike Tyson alone. face tattoos. Yeah. And good thing is I, I generally feel that I'm like in a good mood most of the time. Maybe some redness at, if I'm working or maybe I'll turn blue if I'm watching some Disney movies. But other than that, you know, I'd probably say, you know, I'd be like, I, I guess green. Would green be happiness? Yellow? Like a nice bright color? I don't even green know. Green is greedy. Or would you just... I feel like there's a whole question Ooh. in there. Like what color is happy? I don't know. Let's mm. dig deep into that. now. <laughs> <laughs> color theory. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have super sensitive taste or super sensitive hearing? Probably super sensitive taste because, okay, sorry, Bob, you give your answer first and then I'll give my I'm going opposite of you. I'm going going super sensitive hearing. You can explain first. I'll explain mine second. So this is how I interpret it. So super sensitive hearing makes me feel like if I chose that, then every like sounds would be very like very loud and in my ear and it'd be like almost probably giving me a headache and 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 it, just normal sounds would be overemphasized whereas super sensitive taste i feel i could leverage that and become like a food critic or on food network cuz i could really dive into the taste like oh there's too much salt you know oh too much sugar whatever they do so i could use that and become famous all right, I'm kind of on the same route as you, but I went the opposite direction. As Rob said earlier, I'm a huge anime guy. I also love superheroes. <laughs> so super sensitive hearing, I can harness that ability, and I'll be able to hear everything. I'll solve any case right when it happens. That's true. I'm picturing you like at a concert, and something goes down, and like you're the guy that heard the person in the upper level <laughs> like admitting to what they did. So Bobby's a rat. Someone's telling like their friend, and I'm like, "You're under arrest." <laughs> yeah, all right, Bobby's like, a rat. Well, I just heard it, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather every shirt you ever wear be kind of itchy, or every pair of pants be a little too short? All right, I think I'm going kind of itchy. I'm the opposite. I'm kind of um pants that you wear is a little short. You go first, Bob. I got big legs. Short pants just won't won't do won't get the job done. They won't I get would, around my calves. <laughs> I could never live every day with a shirt just being itchy. I hate being itchy. I'm, I get itchy with shirts that aren't itchy, right? I'm just I'm always scratching. I'm always just, itchy, so me. I don't think anything will change. But just but it's like your normal scratching and itch times a hundred. Whereas like if you just have short pants on, then it's like. It's like you're European. You're just in style at that point. Wait, right? actually, I'm so changing my be... answer. 
No, you can't. I do live that. in San Diego. I don't wear pants. <laughs> oh, see? I this can't is the remember the last time I wore a pair of jeans. I'm in New York. My mindset's all off. I don't wear pants. <laughs> Easy, Bob. My TMI. I wear shorts. Shorts. <laughs> and if shorts are too short, they're just still shorts, right? <laughs> exactly. If you were reborn in a new life, would you rather be alive in the past or the future? Future. Past. I would say future because... Can I pick one in the past? Yes. That's, okay. that's part B. Okay, now we're getting a little... I already gave my answer, so <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll continue. Now, now, now there's newfound information. I would say future because it's uncharted territory, right? So, like, think about, like, the growth in technology over the past... 50, 25, 10 years, right? It's growing unbelievably. So in a hundred years, in a thousand years, if there even is still mankind and, and earth still working and at this rate, it probably won't be. But if there is, I feel like everything will be pretty cool. I feel like we'll be going to space a lot. Um, yeah, so I would say future. I'm going with past for the sole reason I'm going back to 2000, buying all the Bitcoin I can find. <laughs> Selling it two years ago when it was at 19K a coin and buying the New York Mets. I thought you were going to say like, oh, roaring 20s, like going to speakeasies, but you just want to go back to a time where you were just a little younger. I'm going back to a time where I know what I'm going to buy and I'm going to be rich. (laughs) Bob, you totally flipped this question into not only the specific (laughs) year, but now you're going back to a year with current information known yep. like you just you just pretty much or, just or i'm going modern back to day back egypt. to or i'm going back modern, to ancient egypt that shit's cool i was gonna say your modern day uh back to the future <laughs> that's what i was gonna say you should back to the future it by a sports almanac bring it back <laughs> <laughs> um all right would you rather reverse one decision decision you make every day or be able to stop time for 10 seconds every day I would say stop time for 10 seconds every day. I agree. Because, well, mm, mm. so like, that's tough. That's tough. I said 10 seconds because that's, you know, never been done before. Like, you could stop time. Like, but then I don't know what I would do. Like, that's not much time. Um, but then, like, no, it's never been done. That's true. Whoa. Jesus. We, we we just went there. <laughs> but if you're able to reverse the decision, like, God forbid you made a decision that really ended in, like, tragedy or something really, really harmful or serious and, like, you were able to reverse that. Like, if you stub your toe, right? Like, oh, you know, that's not a big deal to reverse, like, that decision. But, like I said, if it's something very, very serious, like, it could save someone's life, then that might be the decision. But I made I made my choice. I'm stopping 10 seconds. Once again, going back to like two questions ago, superpower. <laughs> Bobby just won superpower. He I just want superpowers. Like he sacri- <laughs> he's just sacrificing lives. Ten, if I could stop time for save. 10 seconds, I could save a lot of people. Um, All right, I'm going to bounce you do- off your answer and say it's not a would you rather question, but if you could have any mediocre superpower. So like you can't save the world with it, but maybe it would be helpful at some time. What would it be? Hmm. Can you def- do you have an example of a mediocre superpower in mind that I 
I sure do. You like being able to pour things precisely without measuring. <laughs> that is mediocre. That's imagine being like. Can like I a, just read super fast? Yeah. Imagine going to. I read super fast. Imagine going to like a secret superhero lair and it's like oh there's a dude that can fly like there's mr invisible man and then i'm like yeah bro like when you make cake i can measure i can measure that flower perfect but at some point that skill would be really useful i'm going reading super fast i'd learn a lot and i'd be able to finish this book eventually you don't read bob i'm on page i don't know three page Two sixteen ish. I lost my place. For everyone times. listening, that book doesn't look touched. <laughs> oh, it looks like it got eaten by a dog. <laughs> this is a classic. I'm sure someone has asked you this before. Would you rather eat chocolate flavored poop or poop flavored chocolate? <laughs> poop flavored chocolate or chocolate flavored poop? How much of it do I have to eat? <laughs> uh, a bar. A yay big. Oof. A whole bar? Wow. I would have gotten like a bite. Uh, oh, wow. Now that I'm really thinking this through, this is tough. I'm also not really going to – like you know how they have like the soft serve ice cream and they put like the hard <laughs> shell of chocolate around it? I'm not going to be able to eat that again. Poop-flavored chocolate. I just can't eat actual poop. I agree. You wouldn't be able to, you have a lot of dogs you got to clean up after you. It just wouldn't be the same. <laughs> Thanks. I'm flipping that question on you. What would you pick? I would pick the same yeah. poop flavored chocolate. You just, your mind is too powerful for it to like trick you into thinking what you're eating. You would just know the whole time. Yeah. Like you would, regardless of what it tastes like, the texture and like, it's not something you could ever leave down. Like you just be known as the person that just eats poop. Oh, right. I don't want to be the person that eats poop. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like that jelly bean game that the jelly beans taste like crap. That's the worst. It's Bean like, Boozled. That's the name of the game. Bean Boozled. Caramel sucks. or Earwax. Like, I'm just not, that's not a game I don't participate in. No. That's the worst game ever created. That game's terrible. So we have one final question that we have for you. And it's, it's our final question. We ask everyone that we interview last meal on earth two choices new york pizza or in and out burger i've never had in and out burger wow all americans but i feel like i would pick new york pizza because it would be more it's been a part of my life for up to age 26 now i've gone this long without in and out burger so even if that was life-changing i think i would still go back to to my roots yeah, that'd be tough if, like, your last meal and you had something you never had before. Like, wow. Like, not wow, can't have that this was again. disappointing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that was awesome. Well, we appreciate it, Bings. Thanks for, uh, for coming on. Um, you know, we'd love to have you on again sometime and definitely keep up all the awesome work you've been doing with, with local impact. Um, what's, the, uh, what's the Instagram handle for everyone to, to give it a follow? It's at local impact OT. All right. At local impact OT. Bob, you see how Binks remembers the Instagram handles of the things that she's passionate about? Uh, I know we have an Instagram. Maybe you could change your superpower to remembering. 
<laughs> Thanks, Biggs. Shots fired. All right. We got really quick breaking news. Cam Newton, Bob, signed with none other but the New England Patriots. What's your knee-jerk reaction? Bill Belichick done it again. I don't know. They're, they're still going to be freaking winning the AFC East. I wonder if I ask Joe now, our friend, who we went to the beach with, who was a Patriots fan. <laughs> now I'm pretty sure he's a Buccaneers fan. Who he's rooting for now. I don't know what his answer is going to be. I don't – I think it's going to be a little blown out of proportion, in, to, to be honest. Like, he, Cam Newton, he's, I think he's 31 now. He obviously missed pretty much the entire year last year. He has a career completion percentage, I believe, under 60%. He's not that good. He had the one great year in, what, 2015 when they went to he the Super Bowl? He doesn't run anymore. And that yeah. was, and that was, his, that, that was why he was such a big weapon. But now he's, he's 31. He can't do that. I don't think him and Edelman are going to have that connection. I just I think see it. If Cam Newton does start over Jason Stidham, he – then Cam Newton will be the third best quarterback in the AFC East behind Josh Allen and behind Darnold. Mark it down. We'll, we'll see. If Cam can run, I'm putting him behind Allen. I have not been sold on Darnold yet, and the Jets need to get him some offensive weapons besides Le'Veon Bell. But the Jets had a good draft. But we're not a fantasy football podcast anymore, Rob. Why are we talking about this? You're right. Cam Newton to the Patriots. We're cutting it.